0: Welcome to the journey of uncovering who you are meant to be. I'm Rachel Weaver, your jack-of-all-trades manifesting generator that will light the way. In this space, we'll explore what authenticity means so that you can wake up every single day saying, oh my god, I love who I am. Buckle up, my friends, because we're in for a wild ride as we decondition what the world has told us to be so that our soul can rest in who we're meant to be. Your soul has a message for the world, and this is where we find the gold and let her shine bright. You're in the right place if you want to build a business on the foundation of your authentic self. Let's go be you, babe. Today on the Be You Babe podcast, I'm talking with Tammy Mack all about productivity and efficiency from a human design perspective. She is a splenic projector. I am a sacral MG. We approach things very differently And yet we can still get so much done and create the lives that we want. We're just doing it in different ways. And I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode. She's a Sixth Line as well as I. So we share tons of Sixth Line wisdom. We go deep because that's what we do. That's what we do around here. And uh, there's just so many good nuggets in this very long episode. So I hope you have a long car drive, or maybe you're cleaning the house, but this is a really great one to just have playing while you're doing something else, like I do all the time. Um, Wanted to let you guys know, I do have a couple spots open for copywriting. If you are, your website is not a good representation of you, whether it was three seasons ago or it never was, and you really, really want that home base that you're proud of and can send people to and actually know that they're going to convert to a client, I have two spots open for website copywriting and two spots open for sales page writing. That's if you have an offer that is, honestly, it could be a new offer, or it could be something that you've launched before, but it's, it needs a revamp, right? Like, I feel like, every time you launch one you launch it once right and then you learn a bunch of stuff and then you got to relaunch it again because you know that the results are slightly different than you originally thought maybe the ideal client is slightly different and you really want to make sure that this a sales page of yours is totally aligned with you using your hu- human design um two spots for that so um beyond that, we are into spring, and holy hell, I am so, so happy that it's warming up here in the mountains. The snow is mostly going away. And I like summer is my absolute favorite season here because it's like 75, almost no humidity all summer long, and it is the best. So I'm super excited. And we're planting a garden. I'm so excited to plant veggies again. We haven't had a garden since we moved up here. Um, and growing my own food and teaching the kids how to grow food is like, oh, it just fills my soul. I did that with my parents growing up and having a big garden on the farm. Um, so super excited to do that with the kids again. Um, other than that, I hope you enjoy this episode and yeah, see you next week.
1: All right. So let's talk about efficiency. I was really excited about having this conversation with a manifesting generator because manifesting generators, they are the type, the ones that I know anyway, generally have like 50 tabs open on their computer at all times. And they seem to know which what each tab means to them. And it's like kind of a sort of efficiency, right? Because they have it in front of them when I, when I you know, work with manifesting generators or I see manifesting generators, I always think of somebody holding a house of cards and how much energy it takes to hold that house of cards energetically. And so when somebody comes in, you know, good natured or not, opens the door and it's all gone, right? That's where, that's where the anger, the, you know, the the dissipation of, of energy comes from. Projectors are, you know, are quite different. Um, we manage energy. And so we don't, ha- I personally do not, I wouldn't know what to do with, you know, 50 tabs on my computer. Like I, that's just not how I work. I'm very efficient <laughs> I'm like, Um, you know, finish the task, finish the task, finish the task type of person, Mm. but trust my intuition, trust Mm -hmm. that I will know what I need to know when I need to know it. I do not have to provide it. It will be, you know, shown to me in in a way through who it is that I'm guiding, whether it's a generator, manifesting generator, whoever, right? So I don't need to manage the TADs or or see the TADs or know the TADs. I just have to trust that when the tabs show up, I will have that guidance. I will have that intuitive nudge to be able to deal with it at that time. So I'm curious,
0: how do you feel? Like, what do you think about that? Oh, my God, I feel so seen. Like, I, I tell my clients, like, if you're a projector, like, you really want to make your audience feel seen and heard. Like, just in everything you said, I was like, yep, guilty. Yep, yep, that's me. Yep. <laughs> I felt so seen and so validated. I do have like 50 tabs open and I will say I have a desktop computer and a laptop and I have Chrome and Safari on both. And at any time, both Chrome and Safari are open with at least a half dozen tabs. If not, usually there's one that has like, like you said, like 50 tabs open. (laughs) A lot of tabs. I don't like closing them because I feel like it loses my place. Because I'm jumping all over the place all the time. I can't, like to stay on one task more than like 20 minutes is really really hard. Um, and even in that 20 minutes, I'm checking my phone every five. I'm trying to be better. Trying to like, okay. Um, and I wouldn't say that I'm ADHD. I don't think I am at all. I just my attention likes to be everywhere. <laughs> She wants to know all the things. um. and I was actually thinking about this. Like, I feel like I, at the end of the day, if I have done like several different things in several different categories of my life throughout the day, I feel really, really good. Versus having one thing the whole day, it may have been like an epic day with the family and we did all these great things and it was great, but there's still something that's like, ah, I wish I, it would have been even better if I could have spent an hour on work too or um and it just feels better when I'm multitasking (laughs) and I mean that makes
1: sense so much sense energetically right Mm -hmm. I don't have the energy or Mm -hmm. I choose not to use my precious energy to Mm -hmm. hold the space and now if we talk about a sacral being um instead of a non-sacral being right like so you are as a sacral being, you're building, you're, you're using the 3D, you work on the 3D. Mm-hmm. As a projector, you know, the quantum is my playground. And so I don't need that sensual, um, you know, of, of holding something, of like having something. Like I don't, yeah. I don't feel that. If we even look at your office compared to mine, I'm a yeah. minimalist. You know, less is more for me. Yeah. I do one thing really well that day, I feel I've served a purpose. I feel complete. And so you could get there. (laughs) It's so different. It's so different. You know, um, of course, it's personality within there, right? Mm -hmm. Like lots of personality, but there's also the underlying current of how Mm -hmm. our energy works. Mm -hmm. Now, I am I'm a Capricorn ascendant, so a Capricorn rising. And so as a projector, I was conditioned to work hard, <laughs> mm-hmm. to, to be a really hard worker, um, to work in systems, right? In traditional systems. And so I worked in healthcare for almost 20 years and I was a workhorse and I was really good at it. Like I was really good at it, but I kept burning out, burning out, burning out, yeah. proving my worth because that's how other people saw me. I'm a hard worker. Give it to Tammy. She'll get it done, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a get it done kind of girl. And I can do it twice as fast as you, and I can work twice as hard because I was proving my worth yeah. and burning myself out of That, yeah. And um, one thing that really stood out to me when I found my chart was I have one channel, the 2644, mm-hmm. the channel of surrender, mm-hmm. but in its shadow the channel of pro, like productivity
0: <laughs> i'm curious uh-huh.
1: like what are your thoughts on that
0: oh yeah um i mean that's such a dominant energy for you and if you are in that shadow energy of feeling like you have to prove yourself feeling like this is the only thing i have um if i just do more and so even when you think about communicating if i'm doing more in my communication if i'm showing up every day. If I'm posting every day, then I should like people should notice me, people should see me, but that's the shadow. Like you're not going to get what you want from the shadow. You're going to transcend to that highest expression and come from that and express that. That's when you're magnetic as a projector. Yeah.
1: Thank you for sharing that. You know, this has been one of my personally biggest struggles because my conscious son is gate 41. Mm. So I'm the left ankle cross of the alpha. And when I first started learning about human design, I learned through it the traditional sense of decrease. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that. Like mm. I, I just felt totally called out for that. Yeah. Um, instead, and then I went into Karen Curry Parker's world and I, and I certified as a quantum human design, and she uses imagination. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that projectors can be really good at is that we can, um, especially a second line, <laughs> turn, a ma- turn a mole hole into a mountain, right? Mm-hmm. Blow things up. And, you know, one of the aspects of d forty one is blowing things up, right? Really using that manifestation uh, potential. But if you are busy, busy, and you are spreading yourself thin... You don't have the energy to manifest Mm -hmm. or to create, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is something that I'm really, really deconditioning
0: that less is more. (laughs) Less is all. I mean, I feel like simplifying anything is good. (laughs) Always, always, always. Especially when we talk about communicating. So many projectors just have too many words. I love you all to death, but you have too many words. (laughs) And simplifying it down to like, what is the heart of it? What do you need to say? And then how can you let the rest of it be more like, if you want more, come talk to me. And like creating that secrecy and that want in the other person. So they are like, I want your help. And giving you the invitation to guide them, right? If you're giving everything on the front end, then it doesn't feel like like I have to ask you anything. You've given it all to me, right? Uh that
1: is so beautiful. And since we're bringing up business and marketing, uh one of the things that I've really noticed is how much we're always trying to add value. And so mm-hmm. we're adding fluff to our stuff because we don't yep. think we're good enough. Yep. And so you know, people are buying the, you know, low ticket offers with 500 hours worth of content when really a one hour sit down, let's get her done can be so much more efficient and effective. Mm-hmm. And so really pulling back from having to give, 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 give all the time because you're basing your value on the competition and what mm-hmm. other people are, are giving or what the perceived value is because we're, you know, there's so much lack mentality happening right now.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. And I I feel like I've had my own journey with that and putting too much in to make it seem better, right? And it does, it always comes back to that simplifying. The less is more. Have spending a little bit more to have someone's one-on-one attention on your business is going to take you so much further. Than a forty dollar offer that is has none of their time. It's just some PDF or a video that you're watching. <clears throat> Granted, you can get value out of it. I'm not saying that you can't, but to really like hone in on exactly what you're struggling with and what you need to get to that next stop, that takes like intention. That takes deep. That takes like you sitting down with somebody and really sharing it all. And maybe that's my like fourth line. (laughs) I want intimacy.
1: (laughs) Well, and really, that's the work, right? That's the groundwork that every solopreneur needs to, or not needs to, but you know, can go through in Mm -hmm. you know starting a business um, because they want to help, they want to serve, they want to you know to create momentum in their business, Mm -hmm. and so really coming back to having a higher, you know, a good, healthy. So I don't want the higher, but a good, healthy, grounded sense of self, yeah. sense of value. Yeah. Um, I recently got a channeling called the, um, high, um, high value Vixen, right? Mm-hmm. A woman that knows her worth is attractive as fuck yes. because it, th- that's the truth. The more that you stand in your self worth, the more that you stand in your value the more that you are going to attract those synchronicities and those coincidences and those responses into your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The more like the authentic you are, the more that you just are yourself and you feel that you don't, you're not trying to prove anything. You're not trying to prove lovability or worthiness or anything. You are just you showing up, sharing your gifts. Like that's, that's like the ethos of why I do what I do. I want everyone to feel that. And to know what it is and to feel like they can express it as, like, it's just like breathing. It just is.
1: Mm, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, I, I, like, I love to inspire. And, and I would mm-hmm. like to talk about our profiles, if that's okay. Yeah. Because we'll you mentioned you had a four. What is your profile? So you don't mind me asking. Four, Six. The four, six. And so in my uh, feminine archetypal language, you know, the, the, the fourth line is the heartest. You know, mm-hmm. she creates from a heart space. And the sixth line is the goddess. And she, she shows up in her full embodiment. And so I really love that you're talking about your craft from a sense of, you know, this is what I created. This is, this is what feels good to me. And you're fully embodying it. I'm, I'm a 6'2", and so the second line in my language is the creative muse. Mm-hmm. And there is a sense of mystery in there if you allow it, right? Because the thing with the line two is they have a genius that they're not aware of. It's that sense of, um, well, how does she do it? And the line two is like, well, doesn't everybody know this? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <Hey. laughs> exactly oh my gosh i i love the sixth line it's one that was felt mysterious to me for a long time i like didn't understand it um my transition onto the roof felt really rocky it felt really like everything was thrown in the air it didn't help that i had my first child at 30 as well so that whole transition to motherhood was i mean that's a topic in itself but um it truly is that the more that I go down or I'm on the roof and I've been on the roof now 10 years. I'm 40. So the more that I show up as myself, the easier things are. And I it almost feels too easy where I'm like, no, it has to be harder than that. I gotta work harder than that. Like I have plenty of energy. I can work harder than this. But it is. It really is just showing up as, you know, your embodied self and learning those lessons. Um and then sharing it when I feel ready to and when that sacral pull is. And I have gate 12 as my Mercury, so it has to be ready. Like I can't, it like literally comes out like garbage if I'm not ready um, and gets stuck in my throat and I can't talk about it. So I know when things are ready. Um, and that sixth line is just, all right, it's, it's go time. Just be, just just come on, be like all shiny and shimmery.
1: <laughs> I have the twelve, the line twelve as well in my Jupiter. Oh, and so um, and because my Earth, my my conscious Earth is in gate thirty one, so I have an undefined throat, Mm -hmm. but I have a lot of activations, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so it it really is for myself anyway, and for anybody who has an undefined throat is being invited, being recognized, yeah, Yeah. and you know. sharing in a sense of purity because there's a lot of purity Mm. in in Mm. the in the uh gene you know 12 or the gate 12 there's there's this purity that Mm -hmm. comes when you allow when you just trust when you just let instead of try right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so really bringing that um my mercury is in gate 54 so the gate of you know for me i call the gate of collaboration it is the gate of drive right Mm -hmm. having that and once again, here's my conditioning <laughs> with being, a, you know, a, driv- a soul-driven um, entrepreneur, right? Always having that drive, that ambition. Yeah. Yeah. But with the Gate 54, it's ambition through collaboration. It's ambition through creating, you know, having a community. And so as a projector, I really value the relationships that I'm in, mm-hmm. um, you know, to collaborate, to co-create, to to, um, you know, help each other out in any way that we can.
0: Do you talk about that in your messaging? Like being this, cl- like linking arms, right? Like we're here to do this together. Oh, I love that. That's so cool.
1: I do. I, I generally mention it because my paradigm, a lot of it has to do with the, the conscious economy, right? The quantum mm-hmm. economy, the economy of well-being. And I do talk a lot about collaboration over competition. Like that's kind of one of, one yeah. of the signature things that I talk about a lot. Because yeah. there's always enough, right? There, yeah. we, I'm always sharing the message of enoughness. And if there's enough, I can share. I can collaborate. Yeah. I can grow with others. There's mm-hmm. no competition.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. Ahead. Um, do you feel like you know, when did you figure out what your talent was as your second line? Did, that, did it, you realize what it was? Or did it take someone else pointing it out to you? I still don't know. I love honest. that too. Because it, it's, it's
1: always evolving. My genius always is involved in what it is that I'm nerding out on. Mm. So when I nerd out, once again, I hunker down. Mm-hmm. I get her done. <laughs> and I like... Um, because... Uh, What is it? My my other Jupiter in my body is Gate Fifty Two, the mountain. You know, to to Mm -hmm. really hunker down and and wait for that pulse to move. And so, really, when I when I hunker down, I can sit for six hours and and study like a complete astrology course or like I certified in human design. I think and and quantum alignment in like two years, which is pretty unheard of. But because I have that capacity. To yeah. sit and to focus, mm-hmm. and 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 it only lasts for so long until I move on to the next thing. So I find my genius is always in what I'm interested most at that time.
0: I like that. I hadn't thought about it like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, and then and honestly, it makes a lot of sense too. So my husband's a six two, and my kids are both five twos. Oh, so there's a lot of two energy. <laughs> And I think my husband is kind of the same way. It's whatever he's into in this moment. And that's kind of his his lane. Um, kids, I mean, I think they're a little too young yet to really hone in on what that genius is. Uh, they're 10 and almost eight. So they haven't figured it out yet. But um, I love that idea that it, it doesn't have to be a specific thing, that it can change and shift as you grow and learn as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I I found
1: an interesting resonance between the both of um, both of us. So you you mentioned that you're 40 years old and I'm 45 and um, I wasn't supposed to be able to have babies. Mm -hmm. And during my Saturn return, I had my son, which which um, before my son, I lived out of a suitcase and I traveled like that was my reason for being. Mm-hmm. And when I had my son, which was a surprise to everybody, I hunkered down. And I've been in the same um, place now for my son's now 17, 17 years. I always say I have one year left before yeah. mama, you know, flies a Yeah, and, and so I found it interesting where you said as well that you're a sixth line and you had children, you know, at around the age of 30 as well. So right after your yeah. Um, yeah. Saturn return. And I'm curious. What is this your Saturn, and what do you feel the lesson was um, through that?
0: Oh, I have never looked into that. Oh, no, no, I don't know. Now I need to go look at it. I, oh my gosh, that's fascinating. Let me go. Um, I don't remember what that gate is. I'm going to look it up. Um. Actually, I love that you're saying that you hunkered down because that makes a lot of sense. With my husband, he very much wants to hunker down and not go anywhere. Where I'm like, oh my gosh, like where can we go next? And um, we moved uh up to the mountains here almost two years ago. But the house that we were in prior to we we were there sixteen years, and that was a long time. And it was really a huge cha- challenge. And just, stretch for him to move now that we're here he's he's great he's hunkered down again where and my kids are like do you think we'll stay here and i'm like no i would move tomorrow my husband's like no wish (laughs) and it's just it's fascinating how those things like play out in your life and how they really do affect personality um okay you said mars no no you're Saturn. Saturn oh Saturn, sorry so yeah and
1: and it's it's interesting because um so I'm an Aquarius, mm-hmm. and when we look at gene keys, we look at you know our gods, mine is the keeper of the wheels, and it's uh-huh. like what what is that? But what I've like kind of channeled in it's really being able to take that step back and see the bigger cycles in life, and mm-hmm. this is one of my biggest interests is like. Where has, because I'm very logical, like I have quite a bit of logic in my design. And so I love to see, and in and, and this uh, projector, we love systems. So I'm always looking for the pattern. I'm awesome. always looking for the underlying current that is moving through a pattern. So when we're talking about Saturn, you know, that's a cycle. When we're talking about, even with the sixth line, right? We go through cycles. We go from, you know, the maiden to the mother to the, to the, to the crone, right? Like, Um, There's cycles when you can start seeing the underlying message and, and energy within those cycles, you can choose whether or not you continue that cycle or whether you're a cycle breaker.
0: Oh, I love that. And mine is 57, which totally makes so much sense. That's like right in that transition is when I was like, I have to trust my intuition. And there were so many lessons in there where I both trusting my mother motherly intuition as well as like just in general um that totally makes sense i had never thought about that before yeah love it and i feel like um the 5716 so that's my one channel to my throat and it's also i feel like when i was activated um into speaking more about my life about um just being more proactive in, in speaking and being visible, I guess, was about that time as well. So it makes a lot of sense.
1: Let's fix that because I want you to show up in the best light that you can. It's the 5720 oh, or 40, oh, the forty-eight sixteen. It's okay, but I really want you to yeah. show up in the best light.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. See, and this is this is the MG. So you are, um, I mix up those, the numbers all the time. I don't memorize any of the numbers. I will sit down with a chart and I will um, sit with that energy and then look it up and make the, yeah, um, I guess the translation in how to communicate with that energy. But to hold all that information in my undefined head, najna, it's not happening. <laughs> it's going out the window. Oh,
1: let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because that's interesting. I am. You know, seven centers undefined.
0: Mm-hmm. But I have
1: the gate 48. Mm-hmm. And it's defined in my south node. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, it's defined in my north node in my body. Okay. I, ha- you know, and, and I channel and I received this channeling because I was like, why am I like, why am I so nerdy all the time? Why do I, why is mastery so important? Like, I understand that's part of my design, but why is it so important to me? And there's this sense that, the more information that I embody within my body, that is what I'm leaving as a legacy. Like mm-hmm. when I leave the earth, my body is going to, you know, come, come back into the earth. And when it comes back into the earth, I am, I have that, that, that level of mastery mm-hmm. that I, that I'm sharing, you know, not just what I'm doing, you know, in yeah. the 3D in the world right now, but mm-hmm. there's an element of. Whatever it is that you're taking in is going to be passed on to the next generation. It's going to be passed mm-hmm. on through ancestral, you know, lineages. It, it's always going to be passed on. Yes. And I feel this, you know, and it's not a responsibility as much as it's a, my drive. It's, it's yes. what feeds my soul is, mm-hmm. is mastery. And so when I took in human design, um, I, I, ha- I, I had to embody it. I had to master it. I had to feel it. Um, and so that I don't have to look at like when I do human design readings now, I don't look at the chart before we meet. I do not look at it. I, it, it is literally like in, the, in my splenic, in the moment, what is, you know, what are the conversations we're having? What are the questions we're, you know, she's asking and mm-hmm. how is it that I can quickly look at the chart and instantly translate it?
0: Mm, I'm impressed. Like, I love that. I love that. And I will... I mean, that is your gift. (laughs) And I feel, and I think that makes everyone so special is that we each have an, a gift that makes other people go, Ooh, like that makes me think and make sure it makes me want to be a better at doing those types of things and not be so fast and furious and come back that whole skipping steps to have to come back. That's me. Um, and I, I love that. I love that we each bring something different and unique to the table to help everyone be a better and higher expression of themselves. Not better, but higher expression of themselves.
1: Yeah. And I, I actually love that the manifesting generator skip steps. Because when you come back, you come back with a different level of mastery. Mm. Like When you come back to that step, you have that, you know, you, you've taken like all these steps and you're at the finish line. And then there's like, you know what? I want more. Like there's yeah. there's more to the story. There's more to it. Yeah. And you get to come back with with that, you know, embodied sense, that six line almost um, where I've seen it. Now I know what are the, the the missing pieces, you know, to get me all the way there. Right. Like, so there's this, there's this spiral energy, even with the manifesting generator coming back, right? Because you're not coming back for with new eyes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel that. It's definitely, it's not... I'm starting over, it's going back and going, okay, wait, there's a couple of things in here that we can do better, um, that we can adjust or that I forgot about or <laughs> whatever. Um, so yeah, I totally agree. It's like a spiraling, it's just it's coming back, but with new and different eyes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh so your head and Ajna is undefined too. So I can't use that excuse. No, you
1: know, uh- here's the thing is like i have an uh, an undefined head and ajna and root so i'm a i'm a pressure sandwich like Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. and and one of the big messages that i always share is really fill up you on yourself first yeah create your day Before you go onto social media, before you go anywhere else with anyone else, right? And, and with the open head and Aja and and with the undefined root, because then you are like picking up all these, all this energy because you're not having that strong sense of self, Mm -hmm. that strong sense of this is what I want to create for the day. This is what I want to experience of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, generally when people wake up, they, they wake up and they're, they may feel empty. And so mm-hmm. they go onto social media, they go on to places so they can be inspired
0: mm-hmm. and they're
1: looking for inspiration outside of themselves without connecting to who they are first. Yeah. And this, this, to me, this is where we get so much energetic depletion. Mm-hmm. This is where we get really lost within ourselves. This is where we're constantly throwing spaghetti at the wall because we haven't connected to our soul guidance first. We we didn't connect to what is it that I want to experience today? It's like world, show me, right? Like when when we're like completely um, depleted and have no sen- no strong sense of self. Mm-hmm. You know, we open up and it's like, inspire me. What am I supposed to do today? What's everyone else doing? Like, what is the the, the best marketing tool? What is the you know what what is the next healing modality, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're not connected to ourselves first.
0: Yeah, I totally feel that. And I 100% agree with you. Every day I start with that centering and me time, meditation, really asking. And that's honestly the best time I write too is at six o'clock in the morning, (laughs) no one else is up. And it's just me. What do I want to say? What do I feel inspired to talk about? And uh, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of self-care, because that really is a level of self-care we're going through a solar eclipse right now, and mm-hmm. actually, the solar eclipse is on the cusp of Aries and Taurus. It's at 29 degrees of Aries in the gate three of human design. The earth on the other side is in the gate 50 of, you know, nurturing, valuing, of really filling up your cup first mm-hmm. so that you're serving from the cup or the saucer, not the cup, right? You're not serving on fumes. And what's really interesting is this uh, gate three that is innovation. Mm-hmm. It's it's conjunct my chi. Actually, my chiron is gate three. So I'm a little like, Ooh. but when we look at innovation, I, you know, I come back to you know gate forty four or forty one again of decrease. It's like with innovation, if you like, you take you know the system, you take whatever it was, you know, as a manifesting generator or or, or whoever a projector you take. And uh, the system, and you see what worked, what didn't. Let's trim the fat. Where are we going to create from next? You know, and and really, that's what innovation is all about. Is is that is that change? It's that transformation of how can we move this into that next
0: evolution. Hmm. I yeah. I feel like innovation right now is showing up in my life as. I'm shifting gears and kind of pivoting a little bit in my business again. (laughs) And it's feeling like that I need to have childlike wonder with it and feeling that it's a little bit messy. It feels a little sticky, a little messy because I am changing. I'm evolving with it. And then once you're on the other side, then it, it becomes the innovative new thing. And it's everything that it was meant to be, right? But in that sticky middle, not getting in my head, (laughs) not getting in the like, it has to look a certain way or worrying about that stickiness and making that stickiness mean something that it's not. It's just, it's just the beginnings of innovation. It's looking at chaos on the floor, like a whole bunch of Legos and realizing, oh, I could make this out of all that chaos on the floor.
1: I don't know. It's so true. And, um. I mean, we're right now in this huge shift. Um, I don't know Mm. where you are. I'm in Canada, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, U.S. Uh,
0: It's everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, U.S. (laughs) um, Like we're going through this huge shift right now, right? We're seeing Mm -hmm. like I work in the healthcare system, Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, if we take the healthcare system, the school system, the bank system, they're all crumbling, right? Mm -hmm. They're all crumbling. They're not working anymore. Yep. And um, Chiron is my, you know, usually around 50, you go through your Chiron return. And so I'm seeing this um, aspect of Chiron right now with the solar eclipse, a precursor or, a, you know, a premonition. We're going to bring in gate 57 here because I have that too in my Pluto. I love but it. gate 57, you know, I, I feel, I already feel like whatever it is that I'm experiencing right now is a precursor or a premonition of what I'm going to experience when I'm 50. And so we're going to see this throughout our systems too, where we're taking what worked, what didn't. It's time to let them go. And it's time to re, you know, not recreate, but what can we take that work and what mm-hmm. can we bring in now a new, you know, a new level of what is going to work for us right now?
0: Yeah. I totally feel that with the systems here, especially the school system in the United States, my kids being school age. I mean, you're, Son is almost out of school now, but yeah, how much it's not working and how how do you even take something so massive as a national school system and you can't change it from the inside out, I don't think. I think it has to be dismantled. It has to go to the ground before it can be rebuilt. And that's messy. It's really messy. and It's really messy and yet. And yet. Beauty in there. Yeah. there's beauty
1: because we get to accept our own you know we're sovereign beings mm-hmm. we get to we get to accept that responsibility of i am going to do what's best for me and my family and mm-hmm. whatever it is that i decide i'm going to create a ripple effect that's going to be felt mm-hmm. and so we're really coming back to this place of individuality where we get the right yeah. to choose yeah. right? Our our kings and queens are not choosing our governments you know um mm-hmm. Are trying to choose, but when we get to choose, they're trying trying to, we vote with our dollar, right? We vote with our dollar. We vote with our time. We vote with our energy. Yeah. And so, you know, in Canada, for instance, I'm seeing so many beautiful homeschooling communities set up, right? Like that's, that's something that, um, you know, we're taking back what it is that our kids learn. My son is in grade 11, uh, in a Catholic school system. Now, not my choice, his choice. He he's a double capricorn it's either black or white with him right yeah. like there's there's yeah. there's no gray and so for him um he'd 100 beliefs in the systems mm. you know christianity school banking finance like that's where he's heading and so having an aquarius mom <laughs> and excuse my language and cut it out but he's like i don't believe in your spiritual bullshit like what like <laughs> I can't believe people pay you so much money for you to tell them that. Yeah. But, but and he is a radical cross of penetration. And so he mm-hmm. is really, really, really intuitive. Mm-hmm. And yet he fears it because there's no logical explanation for what it is that he knows. Like, and so he's going to have to go through his own cycle, right? His own journey. Mm-hmm. But, you know, back to the systems, we start with with our own vote. We start with our own energy. We start yeah. with what works with us. Then mm-hmm. we find a few other people and and let's let's collaborate, right? Let, let's let's create a community. Yeah. and it goes from there, right? So as much as we'd love to dismantle the systems, and and I want to see that at some point, it's like what can I do today to push the needle further?
0: That's like where I'm at. I, it's not my job to dismantle assistant this like giant thing like I am a tiny pea in this big soup <laughs> um, but I can make different choices for my family and for my kids to give them what I think that they need in order to um, be adults in the world that we're living in now and yeah I mean we chose to homeschool this year and best choice ever <laughs> best choice and they went to Oh, uh, well, it was a St. Elizabeth. It wasn't a Catholic, but it was Episcopalian private school when we lived in Denver. And um, which was great, had its things too, right? But uh, yeah, homeschooling, I feel like, especially in our small community now, there's there's so many people that are doing it. And, there's, and I think that's the beauty of what the internet has really done, is opened up opportunities where no one thought even to question what was happening, right? They were like, no, this is just the way it is. Like, no, no, there are a plethora of options out there if you so choose to make that decision and align your life with that. And I get that not everyone can homeschool, but the options are there if you so choose. Yeah.
1: You know, I love that so much. And, you know, bring them back to, you know, the 2020 when we all went online, I live in a small city um, and I was, you know, I was raised Christian, like very, very Christian. Um, and I like went through such a huge spiritual he- healing journey, but I felt so isolated. Um, before COVID, I felt so isolated because mm. I was scared to come out of the womb closet, right? <laughs> now, I, I mean, I live in my womb wardrobe now, right? I, but at the time, I was, I was terrified that... Um, I I didn't know anybody who in my community who is like mm-hmm. me, who I could have these conversations with. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until 2020, 2021 ish that I started my business, that I, you know, created community, that I found other communities online that I probably wouldn't yeah. have have. I wouldn't have done that if it yeah. wasn't for this opportunity. For us to create, you know, I now have a global community. I work with people all around the world. That's not something that I would have done if, if, you know, we didn't have that opportunity. I would have Mm -hmm. stayed in my back breaking job in, you know, in long term care
0: (laughs) and would have been even more bitter and broke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When did you first discover human design? How many years ago? So I just
1: started erasing. 750 posts on Instagram. I created 2,000 posts from 2020 until 2022. I, so I was looking back and I didn't find human design until the very end, like November, 2019. Mm, Yeah. So I sort of so 2019, I started, and that's when I first heard about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so like I said, I, I'm a dive in Diva. I, I dove in deep. Uh I and I took, you know, all the certifications. I went, I went, I went really, really deep. Um, but it was interesting because when I found human design, I had already studied the I Ching. I oh. had already studied um the Hindu chakra system. I already had a basic knowledge of astrology. Um, and so when, it, when I was able to grasp it very easily, yeah, and it was yeah, actually so. during, um, I was initiating in the Starkeeper's Rite of the uh, Moonai Key. And it was during the Starkeeper's right that I connected to human design. And so it was like that next. And so it was just like the stars aligned, everything just came together, it's and amazing. it was like, it was yeah. so. It wasn't a learning as much as a remembering for me, and and I know mm. that may sound a little woo, and I'm okay with no. that. But it really was the sense of, I, I totally get it. Like I totally, it, it just it all resonates. It all it all makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Um, and I think it's not woo at all. I think to feel like it just is, and I think. Even I can look at human design and feel like this makes sense when I read through the different descriptions and really study the different parts and pieces like this makes sense to me. Uh, But when I look at separate pieces of it, like just the astrology, don't get it at all. (laughs) It's like one in one ear and out the other. It's wild. Uh, The I Ching, that one I do understand. That one makes sense. Chakras make sense. Um, but pulling them all together into human design, it made astrology make a little bit more sense to me, especially with the planets and what they mean and things like that and how they show up in your life. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, the understanding human design is a, I mean, it's a rabbit hole that's um, a thousand miles deep. And I I think Also, the, the cool thing about it, though, is I think you don't have to go that deep if you don't want to. You can stay at the surface and get everything that you need, right? You, if following your strategy and authority, if you just understand those and you, maybe your type and your profile, but in understanding those and playing with them and allowing yourself to experiment with it, right? The human design experiment, you will get so much out of it and understand yourself and some, so much, understand yourself better and, um, just be, uh, I don't know, a more th- authentic version of yourself and not so conditioned by the world around you.
1: And really, it is a, you know, um, bring it back to the sixth line, you know, uh, it is a true embodiment, right? Like mm-hmm. they say in traditional human design, it takes seven years yeah. to fully deconditioning. And this comes from the shamanic tradition. of We grow a new body every seven years.
0: Yep.
1: However... I feel that we are now at new levels where we are evolving faster and faster. We Mm -hmm. are evolving so much faster that um, some people pick it up faster than others. Like there's, you know, however it is, however much you need or want or desire Mm -hmm. and how, how you know, how deep you want to go down that rabbit hole is, you know, your individual process. But it truly is when you fully embody it, when you Mm -hmm. fully, especially the shadow, I have to say. You have to really. And so line twos, we like to put our head in the sand a little Ooh. bit. We like <laughs> to avoid. We like to, you know, um, stay in our genius because the genius feels good. We, we don't want to go to places that don't feel good. Mm-hmm. And so as the Diva Diva, you know, really being uncomfortable for the moment and seeing those sides of yeah. yourself. Right. Yeah. Whether it's being shown in our relationships or However, however, but really taking that that radical, you know, self-acceptance and honesty of, yes, this is this is who I am and loving that. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. so important. And mm-hmm. so really, you know, it's not all love and light. It's not all like what is the no. highest vibration? No, we're no. human, but <laughs> we're here to experience we're- it all.
0: We're here to yeah.
1: love ourselves in all of that.
0: Yeah, no, totally. And yeah, like understanding I love the way that you talk about conditioning because I mean, you can look at conditioning from a lot of different ways and you can decondition in so many different ways, right? But it's that awareness and bringing awareness to your patterns, to your beliefs, to and shining a light on it without shame. That, yep, that's me. Or, yep, that's where I'm at right now, but I still love myself. I can still be who I am. I can still be me even with this. Yeah. I love that. And that is like, to me, that is
1: where your power is because your power is in the places where you meet yourself, the places where you overcome yourself, the places Mm -hmm. that you grow from becomes Mm -hmm. powerful because that's a, that's a sense of empowerment. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, this is the part of me that, you know, I am working on this is a part of me that I can, you know, help others grow from because yeah. I grew from there myself. Yeah. So, you know, like I'm, I'm envisioning like the womb space, for instance, right? Like this is where your creative power comes from. But this is also where the first, um, three, four chakras where, where all your conditioning is, is where all your, you know, you grew up in. It's where your pain is. It's, but it's also where your power is. Mm-hmm. And so really connecting to that full embodiment <laughs> all of that. Yeah. really gives you that sense of um, this is who I am and I stand proud in that and yeah. I'm okay with that. In fact, okay. I'm more than okay with that. I am like so happy with myself, even when I am doing the shit. you like, even when I go out and line cigarettes, right, which is so gross and all that kind of stuff, but that's where my shadows lie sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so knowing those triggers, you know, mm-hmm. knowing those choices and owning it and loving yourself no matter what. Because yeah. we have so much shame wrapped around our So much. Our so much. So much shame and guilt, right? Mm-hmm. Go back to 50, the line 50 here. But it is shame, you know, within ourselves yeah. or guilt, yeah. you know, from other people. Mm-hmm. And so as a line two, we have this secret. It's shame, right? Where mm-hmm. the higher, you know, the higher, you know, other people like a line four may be feeling a lot of guilt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. And oh my, yeah, there's usually a lot of guilt. It's not so much the shame, it's guilt. And I know the first thing that felt like, it feels so much better when I first discovered human design was understanding the MG isn't meant to do the same thing for the rest of their life. Choosing one thing. And I was like, that feels like death. And I'm like, oh, it's okay to feel like that. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I don't have to commit because that, felt constrictive. It felt like I can't be myself if I have to choose one thing. I can't do that. I physically can't do that. But yet I was raised to like, no, you pick one thing and then you do the latter, you do the thing. And then 40 years down the road, you retire and like, no, please. Uh, no. <laughs> and
1: and I mean, yeah, that's that's conditioning. And I mean, we can look at the G-Center, right? Like mine's fine. Mm-hmm. And so... I I'm a chameleon. I like who, you, I you know in high school, I, I I lived in a prairie town. I was the only girl listening to Erica Badu and watching BET. Everyone else was what you know listening to Backstreet, and I was like no diggity with Blackstreet, right? Like, and and it really depended, <laughs> and it depended <laughs> on who I was hanging out with, who you know who I was taking in, who I was amplifying, and then really finding what is really mine? Like, who do I want to be? And so, mm -hmm. and I'm the same with you where I'm on my third career, right? Mm -hmm. I started in the service industry and rose to the top. Um, Mm -hmm. Then I went into healthcare and I went from nursing home to hospital Mm -hmm. mental health. Now I'm in my third career and I really feel like I'm still at that baby stage. Like when I Mm -hmm. see myself when I'm 65 years old, you know, a best-selling author, um, a speaker, a motivational speaker, um a retreat owner um you know like it, it's it's like i see the process but i celebrate myself for being where i am right now
0: yeah yeah how do you feel about that open g like how do you know when you're in your energy your identity who you are cuz i have a defined g like i could get into that right like i totally know who i am when i'm really grounded and not given a sh- about anyone else like this is who i am i know who i am right how do you find that energy that, of who you are with an undefined G? Mm, that's a
1: beautiful question. And I'm going to bring it, you know, into the energy here. Here's my saying, when you are depleted, you're going to be seeking energy. When I'm working mm-hmm. in mental health, I can feel people sucking energy. Like, and not intentionally, yeah. but they're just, you know what I mean? So you can feel that. This is why I say it is so important to manage your energy. It's mm-hmm. so important to have that strong sense of self by creating in the morning and coming back to that as your anchor. Yeah. So even though I can be all of the things and I can be all of the things, at the end of the day, I know who I am because mm-hmm. I have developed that through that contemplation, through yeah. that, this is what I like, this is what I don't like.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and, and I'm 45 years old. At some point, you kind of start realizing this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And I can, you know, shift with the wind, I come back to who I am.
0: And you accept that and who you are. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and I totally can feel the difference in the energy of, especially with all your open centers and feeling like people, because I feel that every now and then, but it's not very often. I have a lot of definition. I Occasionally, but I can also dominate the room, really. So I can sense... How difficult that would be for you to go into a space when you haven't grounded, haven't centered yourself, and then suddenly you're overwhelmed with all the energy of the room. Yeah, it totally makes sense.
1: Yeah, it, and um, and and once again, you know, I do have. I was gifted. Thank goodness, I do have my will center defined. I have my spleen and my will center defined, which gives me the strength to come back to my ego. <laughs> right? <laughs> what I want. I mean what I, I want, you please. have your identity. I got yeah. my ego. <laughs> Which I sometimes get a little jealous of
0: people that have that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um and and so I do have that, right? And I have that anchored into yeah. my spleen, my my mm-hmm. sense of
0: intuition. Like
1: that is my strongest, you know, part of, yeah. of who I am. And in order for you to connect to your intuition mm-hmm. on, on any level. You have to know yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to be quiet enough to be able to understand those subtle yeah. s- those subtle nut- nudges. Because as a splenic projector, you only get that nudge once. And you have mm-hmm. to trust that nudge. Because the next day, the tra- like the, the, every, everything's going to change. And you're like, did I make that up? Because I don't mm-hmm. feel that energy anymore. And I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so to trust yourself on those subtle nudges enough to take action. Self-actualization, the spleen center in the highest form, self-actualization, but by trusting yourself and your intuition.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about how you learn to trust those tiny little urges, those little, like, especially if it's only once, if it's just spur of the moment, how do you learn to listen to that and trust it and follow through?
1: For me, it's energy work. Um, I started out with Reiki, I think maybe back in 2014. And so first it was, you know, being able to feel energy. Mm -hmm. And then I moved into um, about 2018, Joe Dispenza meditation. And I I went deep. (laughs) Um, And that's when I developed my, my, my vision. My 57 really got developed through deep dive meditations and now I'm coming back into qigong and Mm -hmm. qigong for me has it's just been such a game changer because when you can feel those subtle movements within your body and now I can feel that when I am you know when I do you know um, readings for instance I feel that their soul about half an hour before I meet them And I can I get those soul, like I I get the message, I can feel it in my body, you know, depending on on who it is and what it is that they want to share. And so really it is have it's a practice. I meditate almost two hours a day, not just straight meditation, but intentional living, where I am completely feeling, seeing, sensing, Mm. touching everything and being in that zone, you know, but, but I mean, lucky me, right. I, I've been single for like 10, 13 years, 14 years. I have tons of space. I have tons of time. That is my, that's my genius, I guess. That's my mastery is being able to a, not be lonely, but Mm -hmm. B, you know, be that monk in the key. Like I could, I could be, I could literally Live in a monastery and mm-hmm. be in the ashram. I really could. I, I could, I could like live in a, in a cave for 10 days in the dark mm-hmm. and be in my bliss because mm-hmm. I've just felt that I, I felt the universe inside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And to me, that is more fascinating sometimes
0: than what's going on in the 3D. <laughs> I, I can relate to that. Um, I feel like I can't quite go all the way there. Um, and part of it is 3D, my reality of two kids that were homeschooling, married, like there's just, there's a lot going on in our house at any given time. Um, but even if actually, I started thinking about this cause my daughter's 10. I was like, we're halfway through parenting. What am I going to do when they're not here? And I have all this time, right? Like I'm really good at balancing multiple balls on the plate. Right. And, um, having all that extra time now what am I going to do with myself? What am I? And then I'm like, oh, I'll find something to do. I'll find like, right, I, that, to be able to just sit, um, well, I can do it for shorter stints here and there, like that MG thing, like shorter stints, I can do it, but to sit for, oh, my God, I think I would have to work up to that. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe when I'm 60, I'll go to a yoga retreat. You know, I worked in
1: long-term care so, nursing homes mm-hmm. for, 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 um, well, from 2004 until, uh, 2020. And I, and I had, I, there was this bitterness, this resentfulness within me. And I, because I kept on a soul level, I was thinking, why are, why are they here? Why are they here? Mm. Like they're laying in a nursing, they're laying in a bed all day long. Yeah. What well, purpose? Right. Yeah. It, it really, really bothered me. And I loved them. Like, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but I was like, what keeps them here? And what we're going to really learn in the, in the next little while is how much purpose you have by doing nothing at all other than holding a vibration and holding an intention. If you think about projectors, projectors are holding the ley lines. We're always healing. Yeah. We're always doing work, even yeah. when we're not doing anything. Yep. And when we get into those older ages, where we're not matter to mattering as much anymore, The impact we could
0: have changed the world oh i just got the chills that's yeah that's something it has been coming into my awareness as well that it's i'm so at least partially conditioning partially the mg sacral of my action creates the result and creates and builds right but disconnecting that the more that i can disconnect to those two things yes i'm always going to be taking action i'm always going to be like creating something um but disconnecting it from the desire that i want right the desire i will it's there it's it's already in me right um, the fun part is the creation and understanding that like that's huge that's really coming into my awareness in a deeper <laughs> way than i ever than ever before yeah
1: I mean, I mean that I could talk about that all day because you know, back to the fifty-seven, like the, the what I envision, we're we're seeing it already. We're seeing it in yeah. AI. We're seeing it in tech. We're seeing it in yep. Web three. We're seeing it matter to matter. Being, mm-hmm. But we're also seeing on the other end us doing it in the quantum, mm-hmm. us being able to connect, you know, energetically, telepathically, you know, soul to soul, mm-hmm. on a different level. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how it's playing out, of course, in, in, in a duality, mm-hmm. you know and, and there's, of course, like you know, all oh, the love and light, all oh, the Lucifer. you know what I mean? Like there's, there's still there's duality. there always has to be like that that play within us. Mm-hmm. but if we can take that step back and see how much good if we bring mm-hmm. it all together, right Whether mm-hmm. if you're doing it techie and AI mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. or whether you're doing it in meditation and love and light and community mm-hmm. and quantum, right?. Mm-hmm. Um, both both are relevant both have potential mm-hmm. and i am so excited to see where we don't have to retire at 65 we can create we don't like i you know even i've created how many you know ebooks and courses and, and all the kind of stuff like oh productivity still but those can sell when i die right my legacy is going to live on mm-hmm. you know in, in this world right and so it is this this call that we can still be relevant even as we age, and I love mm. that we're seeing this with women right now embodying their gray. Um, women, you know, going for their dreams in their seventies. Like yeah. I love that. So I love much. that. That yeah. excites me so much because of the potential that as we um, live longer lives. As we experience more in our lives, we have so much more potential we haven't even tapped into.
0: Yeah. Oh, so totally agree that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I'm just getting started and I've lived 20 years as an adult, just getting started. There's so much to do. And I totally agree. Don't want to retire in the traditional sense of, no, I'm going to go on creating something. Will it look like, I mean, my career hasn't looked normal for 20 years, it's not going to look horrible when I'm 60 or 70 either. Still going to be creating, still going to be doing things that excite me and light me up. And um, that's, I think, what we should all be doing.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah. One more question, and then we're probably yeah. going to go. But um, yeah, Tell me about your pivots. Oh, gosh. I, I you know, I, I'm the queen of pivots. Like, I just, um, I love hearing about women um, pivoting in their business? You know, what what is aligned with me today? I yeah. would love to hear about your pivot.
0: So I've been in the copy space, copywriting for about four years now. And I had a vision to create an agency that was more on the spiritual side, really serving spiritual entrepreneurs because it was such a huge part of my life, still is, right? Um, And... Through different things over the last three years, it transitioned like, no, you should go into coaching. And it was for a myriad of different reasons. I should coach more, da 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 And so I kind of left the agency thing go. Um, I think also I wasn't ready for, um, in my own evolution to be able to take that on. There was a lot of life lessons that I had to go through the last four years. A lot of oh, just trusting myself more. Um, in order to get here and now I feel like, like it's here. I'm like, okay, this is, this is it. This is the third time now that I am like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do it. So it's, it's letting go of quote unquote done with you coaching style and going to done for you copywriting. We're going to create an agency that is centered around human design, both in the copywriting and branding. Um, and then there's the DIY like do it yourself kind of stuff too, but um not leaving the folks at the beginning out. Um, but yeah, it's pivoting into this idea that I've had for four years, just was too chicken shit and scared to really go all in on it. And I'm like, nope. Hoganing, okay, I'm ready. Well, I'm so like that
1: that's that feels so like a Abundant, like the word abundant came up because you're not limiting yourself. Mm -hmm. You're 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 expanding. You're adding on, Mm -hmm. and 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 I'm guessing it will be for that next level client. And so you said done for you versus done with you, right? So Mm -hmm. the done for you is always going to be, you know, you know, um, for the right person, it's it's Mm -hmm. going to be more money. And so I and I'm curious, knowing your design, is there any pivots? Um, You know, like you said, with your with your Mercury um, mm-hmm. being gate 12 and stuff like that, is that, you know, I'm feeling this like pivot for you where you get to own that gate 12 now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I haven't owned it. I haven't. Um And I think that's the open will and open head, open ashton. And I've spent the last year really, really working on those two. And um, because it would always come in and be like, no, no, you are not. No, put that away. No, no, no. Um, and now it's like, no, I, I can express this. I can be this. Um, and it feels a little scary, right? Cause everything new, everything, when you're like, have that big, hairy, scary dream. I don't even want to talk about it being a big hairy. Cause that puts it big and out there. It's already here. It's just me stepping into it and, and truly fully 100% owning it. And I'm feeling closer and closer every day.
1: <laughs> oh. That like I I think you're there now I I don't yeah. think I, re- I can feel the power of your voice when you own that and mm. as I I always see the gates twelve as the channel because mm-hmm. you're channeling inspiration and there's this level of uh, safety that needs to happen in order for you to own it and allow right <sighs> that's safety of the larynx um, yep. otherwise it's
0: going to close off right and yeah. then your head. Is gonna like get in the way, right? <laughs> yep. yeah, safety, oh my gosh, I mean, when I first started doing co- like copy with spirituality, I had to create a Facebook group that I told no one about and only just like talked about it, and people found it because that was my safe place to talk about what I wanted to talk about. It was the only place that I felt like I was safe to talk about what I wanted to talk about now I'm like, bring it on, <laughs> <laughs> and what a line for thing to do, right? What a yeah. lying
1: for thing to do um. Yeah. I call, I call, when I'm talking with men, I call a line for Bob the Builder. <laughs> That's awesome. He can fix it, right? Like, but yeah. he has, the, you know, he, he's, he's built this foundation of people that he works with, right? He, but he had, there's a sense of like, I can help because I know who you are, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so with the hardest, right, they can share from their heart yeah. when they feel safe to do so. Yeah, because they they there's been times in the past, of course, that you know they haven't always felt safe, or they yep. they've been rejected or or whatever, right? And so yep. coming back to that sense of safety, so that they can, and I'm an empowerment coach, right? So <laughs> so they can it. feel that empowerment, yeah. Um, to share from that from that place, right? Yeah. And so yeah, that's yeah. That. I, I love the like yeah. I I can't I don't I've never seen your chart, but you know already hearing the the, the four and the twelve and this sense of. I'm sure yeah. you have lots of cancer. <laughs> like, My son sense- has cancer. Yep.
0: Or, uh, okay. um, Ray, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, so this sense of, you know, coming
1: out of your shell. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It feels very much like that. And I'm like, oh, it took till I got to 40. Um, but there's just been so much in the last, I mean, especially the last three years that has made all of it make sense, where before it felt like I was just, Throwing shit at the wall and just wondering why nothing works. And it <laughs> do was you feel our,
1: Yeah, like um, my my um, my son's father's a projector as well, and he said to me one day, he's like, Tammy, it feels like I was bored for this time now. It feels yeah. like yeah. all the dreams that I had couldn't be man. manifest, but he's like, I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do because there wasn't the technology for it, or or for me. Um I'm the same way, like I am coming into myself now mm-hmm. um I am so excited to see who I'll be in another twenty years mm-hmm. but i'm I'm so excited for who I am now mm-hmm. um and where we're going, and it we couldn't have done it until we came to this point like it, it and we're really just starting from from ground, yeah. but it just feels like we were made for this time. We mm-hmm. came here for this time. We came here that to be the sense. way, you know, the way showers, the leaders, the the coaches, the the, the, the moms, like whatever. But we were made for this time now.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think, and maybe that's the whole reason that it, this dream is now, is now, the time is now because before I wasn't ready, the world wasn't ready. Like there were so many other things and now it's like, no, no, now's the time. Like it's go, it's go. But it's hurry up and wait
1: because you are a, a right? manifesting generator wait. with an emotional solar p- or with your, you know,
0: what I mean? it, it's a hurry up and wait. <laughs> it's a hurry up and wait. I, I don't have a defined solar plex, but it, oh, is okay. it, it is a hurry up and wait And everything is a hurry up and wait. It's always like I, why am I not there yet? Um. But I also have to give my like, I just keep coming like, no, like give yourself a hot second and just. Bask in what you have created and where you are and where you have come. And I've gotten so much better about that um in everyday life and everything that it is. It's like just just revel in what you have created. It's fucking amazing. And know that all of that is coming. Just chill your ro- chill your roll here. <laughs> Slow your roll. Slow your roll. There we go. <laughs> this is what I was looking for. Slow your roll. <laughs> yeah. Oh. This is such a great conversation, Tammy. I loved it. God, we went deep. Well, (laughs) I am a
1: my signature course is called Dive In Diva. (laughs) Yo, I mean, we knew
0: we were going there, but I'm not,
1: I can't do superficial. It's just, and and that's where I was, you know, for so long was superficial, right? Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not who I am. Yeah. (laughs) No, I love it. Own it. Love it. Oh, cool. Was so, it was so nice meeting you. Like I said, I, I had no idea what I was walking into. I had to like quickly Instagram you and like, you probably saw I just sent you a Facebook message. I'm like, and, like, I, I, like, I think you must be a part or a uh, member of my uh, human design portal. I don't remember. No? We're connected on Instagram, but I don't remember how. Oh, is it Instagram? Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is This is amazing. And I like looked at your Instagram, like, oh my God, she's so pretty. Oh, thank you. That bead is so gorgeous. <laughs> and here yeah. I'm just like I, I'm I'm erasing everything
0: human design related. I mean that's a pivot in itself to burn everything to the ground. I totally like. Oh, that's a hard thing to do, but also you know it's the best thing to do
1: because that's who you know. Everybody calls me Tammy Mac. Everybody knows me as Tammy Mac. Even Karen called me Tammy Mac. Like I'm Tammy Mac. And, um, you know, back in 2015, I was CrossFit Tammy Mac. In 2020, I was human design Tammy Mac. And I'm like, no, like, and now I'm Tammy Mac 3.0. Like, I don't know who I'm going to be when I grow up, but it's like, okay, that was fun for a while, but now Mm -hmm. I'm on to something
0: different now. Mm What are you moving on to?
1: I am... So I'm right now taking um, a Conan Lee course. It's a Qigong course. It's a spiritual enlightenment course. Mm -hmm. And so I'm learning Buddha Palm and I feel like I'm coming back to my healing roots again. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I still, you know, I still have some big dreams, you know, incorporating human design, but I don't want to be just known as human design. Like, I mean, I don't want to be put in a box. And so... Where yeah. I'm going from now is really also connecting to my channel, uh, my guidance, and, and exploring that further and using that further in my coaching, not just reading. Yeah. Ch- I don't read charts anymore. It really is a soul session. It really is um, taking, you know, the astrology, the human design, um, your soul calling, you know, all the right. things and, and the things. whatever comes out, comes out. Yeah, And so right now, it's, oh my God, it is feeling, once again, feeling energy in my body. And you don't need to know to heal. Like, I've I've purged so much in my life in the last, I've, and I've only started for, for three weeks. It's a four-month intensive, like six days a week, two hours a day. But the things that have been purging out of me, like... Um, is ridiculous. Like I've cleaned mm. up my computer. Or something up. You know, I have thirty ebooks I have written. What? Because Pick when them. I when I learn, I write. I have to instantly learn it in a sense that I can spit it back out. Like that's so important yeah. for me for for my yeah. embodiment for my. That makes sense. I guess there is yeah. a little bit of a sense still of my ego of like um, I need to feel like I am an authority. And and but but really this, this 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 is how I take in information. I mm-hmm. have to take it all in. I have to, um, and then I have to write it. I have to write about it. I have to move through it. It has to be my life for a little while. But mm-hmm. and so right now with the qigong, oh my gosh, I have never felt um, so much somatic releases mm-hmm. just through breathing. And yeah. like, you know, you think this is nothing, right? But all of a sudden your hands are on fire. Your arms are like tingling. You're feeling like um, magnets in your body and you're, and it's, and you can't, there's no rational reason. And then the next day you have like a huge purge and you end up taking something that you were so addicted to. And it's, it's, it's no longer like, so like when I was saying all of a sudden I'm purging 2000 posts, my life work. In three years, because that's not who I am anymore. There's no, I can't explain why, but I know that it has to do with the Qigong. Mm. And it's at a perfect time because I'm going through menopause. And so uh, the Qigong, like, it's like internal fire. And so it's hot flashes. <laughs> so I'm huh? getting a double
0: dose of this, um, this ascension process that I'm going yeah. through. Oh my gosh. That is so beautiful. I feel like I will be there in 10, 15 years. I will be like off in some, by myself doing all
1: the, well, all Come to me- Thailand. Yeah. Let's go to Thailand <laughs> because that's where I I really want to, um, I really want to experience. Man Tat Chia.
0: Yeah. He's
1: the granddaddy master of uh, Qigong. He has this, this, um, resort where you can do the dark room healing or the dark room where you're you're in there for four days in the dark oh, creating your own dmt you're creating your own ayahuasca within your body
0: and oh you're God. having
1: these crazy experiences but you're not taking um yeah yeah holy shit huh.
0: huh. um yeah give me <laughs> 10 years um my 3d left needs me here but <laughs> i That's got one year incredible. left um, This,
1: so one more thing, I know you're probably busy, but this eclipse season is very similar to 18 years ago. And so by the time it finishes, I will complete my 18 years of being, not being a mother, but being a hands-on mother. His father's back into the house after 13, 14 years. um, And we're doing the transition. So one more year, I'm going to be in the house yeah um but there's always been this knowing that when my son turned 18 um mm-hmm. mom was gonna go i have no idea where i'm going it's always been an invitation like i've never i've never had to buy a house i've never had to buy a car i've never had to mm-hmm. apply for a job like that's just i was a projector before i knew it and so i trust mm-hmm. that i'm going to be going somewhere next um, mm-hmm. on, on my you know when it come off the roof it's going to be magical and uh yeah, there's I just will. this surrender but that's Mm -hmm. that's part of being a sixth line knowing you have a destiny
0: yeah yeah and I feel that um for sure and I feel like I'm yeah kids kids are I mean a blessing and I love being a mother um but it is intense you I mean you're in it you're in there you're helping them become adults and it takes a lot of freaking energy it does and
1: I was a single like I, I mean I was a single mom. From my, when my son was three until now, like I've okay. I've been so I've, I've always once again had to be in control, had to be the authority, had to work full time job, raise a son by myself, run yeah. long distance races, yeah. like I'm a Spartan racer, you know, like awesome. all of the things yeah. to prove my worth. Like Great. I am an independent woman. Hear me roar, right? Like <laughs> yeah, and and coming you know full circle, like support me. I'm a creative muse. Let me amuse you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that.
0: Oh, oh, my gosh. Okay. I feel like we could probably talk for another hour. So, right. We're going to cut ourselves off. Um, but this has been so, so fantastic. Thank you, Tammy. Um, yeah, I love this. We should do it again. Oh, that was amazing, wasn't it? If you enjoyed this and please share it with your friends, write a review, it helps to get the word out. And if you want to dive in deeper to what authentic copy and messaging is for you, then please visit rachelweaver.com where there's guides and templates and more options for one-on-one copywriting, all specific to you and your energy. I thank you so much for listening and see you next time. Be you, babe.